0: Hurdlers. What a week. Emily, coming back in to your feed with another installment of Five Minute Friday. I feel so many things this week. A lot's been going on. One of my best, dearest friends left yesterday to move away from New York, and that was pretty tough. I also actually had my last session with the therapist that I've been seeing since October, and that's where I am bringing us in today's installment of 5-Minute Friday. For anyone that is new listening to the show, first and foremost, welcome to the community. You are now officially a hurdler. And so some background. Five Minute Friday, I share a story, something that I'm thinking about lately. I offer you a thought prompt to take you into your weekend, and then I offer up some highlights of the week, things that I think are awesome, whether that is a person, a piece of content, a podcast episode, something you should buy. You get the details. I also do want to say before we get started, this week's hurdle session raised $350 for the Loveland Foundation. I had a blast with you. And I'm so amped about the direction that this is going and what we will be able to talk about coming down the pipeline upcoming next week. If you're interested in freelance writing, I've got you. Intro to freelance writing is this coming Tuesday. So if you want to sign up for next week's hurdle session, click on over to the link with the description to this episode. On that note, (laughs) everything you hear me chat about today, that'll all be linked in there as well. All right. So as I mentioned this week, I had my last session with my therapist. It was just one of those things where I felt as though I knew that it was time to move on. And i felt that way for a little while. I was super grateful for all of our interactions and really grateful for the takeaways that I gained during this time and this experience. And I just, I knew that it was time to close this chapter. And so on Wednesday, when we had our call, we went through all of those niceties that you go through with someone when you're talking to them on Zoom or the phone, especially during the pandemic. And it's like, chatting about the weather and then it's chatting about the pandemic. And then it's like, everything feels the same, but everything feels different. And I know you all know exactly these niceties (laughs) that I'm talking about. And so after we got those out of the way, she said to me, I would like for us in our final session to talk about what it is that you feel like you learned about yourself during this time. And That was definitely something that I had been thinking about a lot as well, leading into our chat. I came to the conclusion that I've learned a few things, uh, of course, I would hope so, but two pretty dominant things that I am taking away from this time. First and foremost, it, it really becomes super clear what things you are giving your energy to when you have 45 minutes every week to talk about yourself. So that was takeaway number one. And takeaway number two is that uh, radical vulnerability is really, really scary and hard, especially uh, I mean, for me, I feel like oftentimes when I get to a place with friends or people I care about where I'm truly, truly vulnerable, that a lot of the time they they leave in some sort of way. Uh, All right, so let's not make this episode a downer. I'm going to focus on takeaway number one. And that centers around your energy. So your mental well-being, our mental well-being, it's important, period. I mentioned in uh, the, the season three announcement that I put up on the Substack that it's super important for us all to take care of ourselves. And if you don't take care of yourself, then you can't best show up for other people. It's something that Coach Bennett also talks about in our episode from earlier this week you need to protect your energy in every way possible because your energy really, it's its your magic. This also means that if you're going to give an abundant amount of your energy to any one thing, then it's got to be something that truly, truly fills you up in one way or another. And there are different ways that certain things or people can uh, provide that in your life. So I'll give you an example. Let's talk about training for a marathon. It's an event that has a huge, large, big opportunity cost, which means that you are going to give up a lot of opportunities to go for this one big opportunity. Uh, You will skip out on happy hours with friends. You'll probably wake up earlier to get in these training runs. Your body, oh my God, black toenails, sore muscles, achy back, you name it you run the risk of becoming that person that just constantly talks about running in social situations and you might not even realize it. And I am so that person sometimes. Anyway. Okay. So the marathon, it requires a lot of opportunity costs and it requires a lot of your energy. So then now that we recognize that you have to ask yourself, right? Is this thing, a thing that I want to do? Is it making me better? Do I feel like I'm getting a return on my investment? Does it make me feel good? And if the answer to some of these questions is no, then I would encourage you to ask yourself why it is that you want to do this thing in the first place. Okay, so that's an example of something that can take a lot of your energy and how it could be good for you or perhaps not good for you. Another example, I'll get a little personal here. I remember months and months and months ago, I was talking to my therapist about someone that I had been dating and it had been going on for some time. And she kind of stopped me mid-sentence, which she didn't do often. And she said to me, does this person make you happy? And I immediately like my gut reaction was to get so defensive with her in my head. I'm like, what do you mean? Does this person make me happy? I have told you that he made me happy. I told you about our first kiss and how it was great. And all these things. And I realized in my head, I'm laying there, like not saying anything, but doing a lot of mental processing at the time, that I'm getting really defensive. And within a few seconds, I realized that my gut had said something at first, but the answer was that lately, no, this person doesn't make me happy. I, in that relationship, had been holding on to so much of the good from before, hoping that that good would come back. And in that process of this hope, I was letting this person and this relationship drain me of really important energy. I remember I had a conversation with Kirstie Godso, and I'll link this in the show notes as well, where we called this scenario an energy leak. What I came to realize is when you consciously stop giving your energy to things or people that don't deserve it, then good things they can happen. Time frees up. And that process is one that I would say is certainly ever-evolving and lifelong. In that process, you become a happier version of yourself. You're more capable to show up for the things that are worthy of your energy. And I think that's pretty awesome. At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say here is that I think <laughs> I think you're great. And I know that's kind of weird for me to say into this microphone from where I am and where you are and the fact that we don't really even know each other maybe at all. But the thing is, is that I know this. I know that we all deserve to surround ourselves with people and things that fill us up, period. And it took me hearing myself talk for almost a year with this one woman both on a couch and over Skype to get to a place that I can say this with so much certainty. And so by getting transparent with thousands and thousands of people who listen to this podcast, my goal is that you'll learn a little something. And as Coach Bennett said in the episode from earlier this week, he said, if you don't listen and learn from people's life lessons, then you're an idiot. (laughs) I don't think I'd be as blunt as that. I think everybody's a little bit different, but maybe, just maybe, this will encourage you, my story, to do a personal audit as well. Prompt for the week. What is one thing in your life that's draining your energy, and what is one thing that excites you that you can replace it with? All right, now, highlights of the week. You gotta check out this website. It's called looks like you Again, looks like you Basically, you go to this website. You click a button and you scream. And I know that sounds bizarre, but that scream is then broadcasted over this small yellow speaker, well, a rather large yellow speaker that is somewhere in the open fields of Iceland. And they show you a video of it. And it is hilarious and so necessary. Please, someone tag me in a video of them doing this today. When you listen to this, I I need to experience the joy with you. It's so awesome. Another highlight of the week, the episode of How I Built This with the Tatcha founder, Vicky Tsai. Tatcha, it's a collection of luxury beauty products from Japan. Last year, Unilever acquired it for a reported astounding $500 million. And her founder's story is so interesting, especially as a New Yorker. She talks about living in the city during 9-11, and she has faced so, so, so many hurdles in her career to get to where she is today. And I'm telling you, if you want to hear a story about resiliency and determination, this woman has got you. Also highlight of the week, join club hurdlers on Strava. I'm super excited about this. I've been wanting to start this club on there for a long time. We're already 150 plus members strong. Just go into your Strava app, look into the clubs. It's a running club. It's called hurdlers and join. And there we can celebrate each other's achievements and some awesome running and movement, no matter what that looks like for you. And I, uh, I do want to give a shout out to Christy Malley who tackled 23 plus miles this week. Impressive. And last highlight of the week is I'm going to share with you, I just bought a new journal. It's by a company called Baron Fig. It's a hardcover notebook that I'm obsessed with. I have no affiliation with Baron Fig, but this journal is just like the perfect journal in that it's got like great distance spread lines, which I think is clutch. It's also got a nice cloth cover a perfect little bookmark. I'm such a writing nerd, but as you can tell, I really appreciate the little things. And so I would highly, highly encourage you to grab one of these notebooks yourself. Again, links to all this stuff in the show notes to this episode. As always, please connect with Hurdle on social media at Hurdle Podcast at Emily Abadi. If you have a Hurdle moment of your own to share or just want to say hi, emily at hurdle.us. And if you haven't done so yet make sure pretty pretty please to sign up for the weekly hurdle newsletter i seriously seriously appreciate everyone who has offered me a payment to be a regular subscriber it is not necessary but so so appreciated this community this week it's uh it's really filling me up just as much as it certainly is a fair share of work to show up in this feed three times each week to put out this newsletter to do these hurdle sessions, the energy that I am getting back from all of you, it is certainly, certainly worthwhile. And that's it. Happy weekend, y'all. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.